0: You are listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, where we share our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and it's Thanksgiving week in the United States. And like many of you, ours isn't going to look the same. For the first time in, well, probably like 41 years, I'm not going to be getting together with anyone outside of my immediate family. The five people I live with and see about 18 hours a day, every day, every single day. And you know, that's kind of a bummer for me because Thanksgiving is hands down my favorite holiday. There's the anticipation of getting together with friends and family, the early morning turkey trots, the Macy's parade, which I don't really watch, but just knowing that it's on is kind of a fun tradition. And of course, the smells from the kitchen that you know will inevitably lead to a mild food coma and probably a nap later in the day. Now, much of that will look different this year, but my wife and I are trying to look at it as an opportunity to create some new traditions with our own four children. I'm thankful that we're healthy and have an ability to do that. Today in the Leadership Vision Podcast, we're taking a short break from our series about our values. Each of our team members recorded a brief reflection about the things that they're most thankful for in 2020 and how those things are informing them going forward. Now, these themes of thankfulness and gratitude, unsurprisingly, revolve a lot around the pandemic and what all of us are thankful for in spite of the many, many things we've lost this year, both the trivial things and the profound. You know, the first time that we did this, back in 2015, I wrote this in the introduction. I said, Thanksgiving allows us an opportunity to pause and reflect on our hectic and hurried lives, to think about the things we are most thankful for in life, and appreciate the ways our lives are blessed. I can't believe I used the words hectic and hurried to describe my life in 2015. Oh man, thinking back on what my life was like in 2015, we only had one kid, my job was far less complicated, and we weren't really involved yet in our local community. 2020, at least for me, has been whatever the opposite of hectic and hurried is for most people, yet it has still felt incredibly stressful and at times loaded with uncertainty. As you listen to Melissa, Amy, myself, Linda, and Brian sharing the things that we're grateful for this year, I want you to also think about what you're grateful for. Sometimes it's easy to focus on what we're missing, but it's far healthier and ultimately more productive to focus on the things that we have. Enjoy. First up is Melissa Hyde, and she talks a lot about reconnecting with her family, especially her kids. Her daughter was a freshman in college this past spring and ended up staying home after spring break. It sounds like they really made the most of it.
1: I know this is cheesy, but I truly am thankful for family. As my daughter was graduating from high school in 2019, I realized it really was the last time the four of us, me, my husband, and our two children, would live in the same house together. My son was leaving for the summer, and my daughter would leave for college before he returned home. I remember feeling an overwhelming sadness and loss at the realization. Time had gone by so fast. So when my daughter came home for spring break on March 7th, we had no idea she wouldn't be going back. When the reality of the pandemic hit and we were all under the same roof again, I remember thinking, I get a second chance. We had a good quarantine together. We watched the whole season of New Girl. We made fun dinners. We played rounds and rounds of Five Crowns and Racco. We just enjoyed being together in a little cocoon, just the four of us. Another incredible blessing of 2020 was our house remodel. We started it on January 14th and it was finished at the end of March. We went from one bathroom in our upstairs that the four of us used to share to two bathrooms. I love my 22 year old son and 19 year old daughter, but I'm glad I don't have to share a bathroom with them any longer. As strange as 2020 has been, I'm thankful for the significant pause it has created. I'm thankful I got the chance to be with my family, It has been a gift and a time that I will forever cherish.
0: Melissa, I really appreciate the perspective as always. And as someone with kids that are a lot younger than yours, I appreciate the reminder about how quickly time goes. I'm thankful that you're on our team, Melissa, and for all of the perspective you bring, not only on kids, but so many other things, as we all strive to be braver, more courageous people. Next, we have Amy Rollinger, and she's the newest member of our team. She shares about what it's like missing out on all of the fun parts of watching her kids in sports and in school, but also appreciating the additional time she's had, especially with her son, who is a senior and probably headed away next year.
2: COVID-19 has given us many things. There's no doubt I've been frustrated by it all, like all of you have. But I have to admit, it's given me much to be thankful for as well. It's given us as a family, time, meals together, flexibility in my work, now that my husband Ryan has less than his. He's a principal at the high school, is responsible for many things as most principals are. COVID-19 has also given him the responsibility of contact tracing. So his nights and his weekends have filled up quickly with doing those things for his students and staff. It also meant in May, we wouldn't have track, which was quite disappointing because it's my favorite sport. But when I talked to my son, my oldest, who's a junior at the time, Ethan said, you know what, mom, this is the longest break I've ever had between sports since starting in junior high in middle school. That means my body is stronger and I'm more at rest than I've ever been going into baseball this summer and then football this fall. I thought that was such an incredible perspective for a junior in high school (laughs) to have, and I decided to take it on instead of pouting because I didn't get to watch my boys run track. I realized that this was a gift. In the same sense, Ryan wasn't inundated with graduation and end of the year items or concerns because we were home. And although he still had all of those responsibilities, they were different. His day looked different. We were able to celebrate our youngest two, both early May babies, on their birthday or at least during their birthday week for the first time in years because we weren't busy (laughs) with all the other things that come along with the end of the year for Ryan. We were able to build our decks and we were able to pour a concrete pad and all of that allowed us as COVID-19 continued to be able to gather friends, social distance, and be outside together. It gave us space to be together. I know that there is a lot that's going on right now. I have a senior. Everything that is going on is impacting what may be his lasts as a high schooler. But I think what COVID-19 has given us as a family is the gift of quieting down just a little, and looking at the time that we have together rather than regretting the fact that it's almost the last time of all the things. I'm not crazy sentimental about all things, but I definitely am a person who holds tight to her family. And so this year has been kind of a challenge knowing that Ethan will be gone next year at this time. But rather than focus on those sad things, it's allowed me to focus on how excited we were every single Friday night because he had another football game. At the beginning of the season, we didn't know if he'd have any football games. We not only got to finish his season, but they made it to the championship game all the way to the middle of November. So we're counting our blessings. We're thankful for the positions that we hold and the blessings that we've been given. We're sincerely thankful for the love of family and friends and the fact that we've been intentional this year more than ever about getting together and spending time with one another, cherishing those things rather than letting time slip away.
0: Amy, I'm thankful that you're on this team and so excited to get to know you and perhaps meet someday in person. Next, we have Linda. And I've known Linda longer than anybody else on this team. And she shares about some of the simple things in life that she's grateful for.
3: A year ago, we were planning a Friendsgiving with our favorite college students, their few dozen friends, and of course, our parents. We roasted two giant turkeys and the college kids brought the fixings. I think we use every dish in our kitchen. The noise, laughter, closeness, and expressions of gratitude have carried me all year And we've spent most of this year apart. 2020 has been rough. There's been much grief, but so many moments of gratitude. And, and sometimes when it's rough, that's when things come clear. So practicing gratitude and, and practicing the release of things and the people, expectations and even dreams has birthed a new sense of hope and life in me. Being quarantined with someone who I really love and with whom I love to do life and work has deepened my gratitude. I cherish my Snapchat filter videos with my, my father. I marvel at the strength of my mother and I, I treasure the updates of her new chapter in her generous life. I love when my shoe-bring parents stop by after walking around the lake. And I'm thankful for races and long walks and talks with our daughter. She makes us laugh and she, she makes us think. And voting with her was a highlight of the fall. So many moments, the sun would continue to shine through the clouds. There was Father's Day, Sugar Lake, Time on a boat with the Wonder Twin Cousins. Especially in 2020, I am am thankful for breath. I keep literally running for my life and my lungs. And I'm thankful I'm almost 10 years cancer-free. I'm also thankful for the Zoom. I'll be thankful for Zoom. Uh, The Zoom life has helped us reach more people. And find ways to be more creatively connected. Gratitude carries me.
0: You know, Linda, I'll be honest, listening to this for the first time, well, it it made me tear up a little bit. As I know much of the backstory behind some of the simple things that you shared. Linda, I am so thankful for you. I'm thankful that you're breathing and I'm glad you're on this team. Okay, so before we get to Brian, I guess I'll share my reflection. You know, 2020 for me has been a year where I've been forced, sometimes on a daily or even hourly basis, to focus on what I'm thankful for. This isn't just a Thanksgiving thing for me. See, on March 13th, when the state of Oregon shut down for the first time, we're currently in round two of shutdowns, my at the time first grade son and preschool twin daughters, well, they couldn't go back to school anymore. Our nanny also stopped coming to be with our two-year-old daughter, and my wife dove headfirst into a massive project at work, and we sort of didn't see her until like early August. It was brutal, it was it was rough. My kids had way too much screen time early on, our home was kind of a mess, and we ate probably more mac and cheese than we should have. But as I slowly started coming around to the idea that this wasn't just a temporary thing, I realized I had a tremendous opportunity in front of me. This was our new normal, at least for the next many, many months. And as the weather improved here, the kids and I went out on all sorts of grand adventures outside during the day. Hiking all the best trails, swimming in remote rivers and a few lakes. We even bought stand-up paddle boards and beach toys and all sorts of books and art supplies and puzzles. I think we've gone through about 17 boxes of crayons and markers. We even bought a small bounce house that just barely fits in our tiny yard here. It was honestly such a fun time. There's this great quote that I think it's by Eckhart Tolle that says, the present moment is your life. And that is something that I have to constantly, constantly remind myself of. See, something I really struggle with is just being present. One of my themes of strength is futuristic, and I just love dreaming and thinking about what the future holds. Sometimes, well, probably most times, it causes me to miss what's going on right in front of me. So what I am most thankful for this year, and especially now at Thanksgiving is I have a little bit of time and space to reflect back on it, and what the pandemic has taught me is just that, to be present. It's given me perspective and challenged me to focus on the five people who are right in front of me or around me or crawling underneath me or hanging from my pockets, but they need me and I'm not perfect at this and some days it feels like just one big distraction after the next until bedtime but I don't think I would have ever been so intentional with my kids and so intentional about being present if I wasn't forced to be. Okay, to close out our thankfulness episode here today, Brian Shubring, our founder and president, is going to share his appreciation for the seasons in Minnesota. And not to diminish what he's about to say, but as someone who's been away from Minnesota for almost eight years, I don't miss some of the seasons. But as I just shared, I do resonate with so much of what he says about the additional perspective that he's gained, as all of the seasons in his life this year have been severely impacted by the pandemic.
4: We live in the great state of Minnesota. While our state is known as the land of 10,000 lakes, Minnesota is probably better appreciated for its four seasons. No, not the four seasons, as in luxury hotels, or the... Four seasons total landscaping of Rudy Giuliani fame, but in the four seasons spring, summer, fall, and winter. So, why am I beginning my Thanksgiving post with reference to Minnesota's distinct four seasons? Because 2020 has been the year of the COVID pandemic, causing major disruptions to every aspect of life as we knew it. Yet one thing is unaffected by COVID our four seasons. Travel is a value. But for the last seven months, we did not travel at all, not for work or pleasure. Our first business trip was only a few weeks ago, and without travel, I have been able to re-experience seasons here in Minnesota anew and in richer ways. As an athlete, I love the four seasons because each is a different challenge to my workouts and racing. As a person, seasons became more meaningful this year because I gained a better perspective on the seasonal changes. Seasons give us perspective on the importance of beginnings, middles, endings, and transitions. And for this, I am extremely grateful. I am grateful for the beginnings of this year, spring. We have begun to do everything via Zoom. We have begun new professional experiences and professional services and we have seen relationships spring to life as we help each other through COVID. I am thankful for the middle of this year, summer. The sustaining life and bright sunshine of our faithful clients and people who have had a shaping influence on me and the business. Life is richer when lived together, and this middle season has seen us work together with our clients in new ways. I am thankful for the transitions of this year, fall, We have weathered transitions to our business delivery. We have transitioned much beloved employees who have accepted new challenges and transitioned new employees into our mission. I am also thankful for the endings of this year, winter. This year has been difficult. There have been many goodbyes. We have lost loved ones. We have finished work with clients. We have ended things that are no longer needed and we have learned to get lean. Thanksgiving. A time when I remember all the people and events I'm grateful for. And a time when I renew my commitment to be grateful for the small things. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone! Brian, I'm so thankful
0: you responded to my email some 12 or however many years ago when we first met. It's been an interesting and at times challenging journey that we've been on. But I'm so thankful and honestly just proud of the way that we've risen to the challenge of 2020. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, where we share our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. If you found value from this episode, we'd appreciate it if you would subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and a host of others. Please share this podcast and our other resources with anyone you think would benefit from going deeper into our strengths-based approach to individual, team, and organizational development. I'm Nathan Freeberg, and on behalf of our entire team, thanks for listening.